0: Welcome into the Cougar Tailgate, where BYU fandom lives. Here's your host, Lauren McClain.
1: What's up, everyone? It's good to be here with you, as always. Spring sports are ramping up, and this weekend is jam-packed. We got golf, we got softball, and we got baseball. Later in the show, junior third baseman Austin Deming joins me to talk mid season expectations, MLB, and who he's got winning the Masters. And speaking of... The national buzz is all about none other than Tiger Woods and what he overcame to play in the Masters this weekend. So in honor of him, we'll be discussing what our favorite athlete comeback story of all time is. And joining me in that venture is none other than the church volleyball champion himself, Ben Bagley. What's up, Ben?
0: I am doing good, Lauren. And you know what? I you, Thank you for bringing that up. I, I'm going to disqualify yep. myself from this greatest athlete comeback thing, despite coming back from an ACL tear. To win a region championship <laughs> in church volleyball. Yes. I, I, but I, I'm humbly going to disqualify myself from this list. Maybe an I would honorable say mention. It's
1: top 10, though. Top 10. I'll, I'll give myself honorable of mention. All time. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's up I'm there. proud
1: of you, Ben. I'm very proud of you. Were you MVP of the game? That's the question. Oh,
0: heck no. <laughs> no, <laughs> hey, not but at all. You
1: step foot on the court. You step foot on the I, court. That's b- all that A matters.
0: participation trophy.
1: <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, MLB opening day was Thursday. The Masters is on, and both BYU baseball and softball are playing at home this weekend. So, Ben, where are you going to be with all that going on?
0: Masters, no question about it. Uh, I'm not. I'm not a Major League Baseball guy. I, I don't even play one on TV or the radio. I, I just. I, I don't. I've never got into Major League Baseball. I, I just doesn't. I, I. know people love it. Good for them. Cheer. Cheer your hearts out. Just not for me. I. I can't spend four hours watching balls and strikes i just can't do it uh i like going to the ballpark i just don't like watching on tv so it's Mm -hmm. the masters i i love the masters i tried being a contrarian for a lot of years uh saying oh it's not the masters isn't even the it's just pomp and circumstance it is it's great i love it now uh it's it's a fantastic tournament the storyline of tiger woods coming back uh is an amazing storyline um the the fact that this tournament it just celebrates tradition I mean you got the champions dinner which is the most exclusive dinner invitation on the face of the earth uh, <laughs> you got to win a turn you got to win one of the best ter- hardest tournaments in the world to get it so yep. uh, eleven uh, or about nineteen guys getting that invitation every year it's just it's it's just an amazing amazing uh, as, as pompous as they are at the Augusta National which kind of makes me a, a little bit iffy about it. Just the golf is great. The scenery is great. It's the same. It makes you know spring is here, and you Mm -hmm. can get excited for summer.
1: Too bad the green jackets are so ugly, though. You know they could have picked something a little, a little more slick but that's all right. It, it was it's, probably, it's it was probably
0: cool in the, tr- like 1901. <laughs> I mean, maybe green was in that. <laughs> I don't know. That's
1: probably true. Now it doesn't look great, but I don't think they're thinking about that, nor do they care. Uh, Ben, from my perspective, I kind of want it all. I want to be outside in the beautiful weather, watching softball. Uh, can I make an argument for softball? By the way, I love baseball so much, uh, but I really love watching softball. It's quicker paced, The field is smaller, so the plays are quicker, and it's a blast to watch. The Cougars are having a phenomenal season, by the way. Um, Anyway, golf is nostalgic for me as well because my dad would watch it while eating potato chips and ranch dip (laughs) while drinking a Pepsi. That is like my childhood in a nutshell right there. So that sounds pretty dang nice to me to be doing as well, but since I have small children, Ben, and sitting still for more than five minutes really isn't an option. I'm going to go with uh, softball for this weekend. But but you mentioned the Masters, and there really is just an incredible feel uh, surrounding. And this year with Tiger Woods and everything he overcame, he's made a phenomenal comeback. And he was in a horrific car accident a year ago that left him with a shattered ankle and two leg fractures. And honestly. He's lucky to be walking, let alone competing in this year's Masters. So it's interesting, in Lauren, mind- and
0: watching him walk the course. Uh, it, it, it's been amazing to watch because you can see the pain. Like he, it, 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 I noticed something that he did on the green on Thursday when I was watching the opening round, and in instead when he goes down to place his ball before he puts, normally they, they 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 crouch down and put it down very gently and look, kind of get a look at the read. He he's holding on to his putter to brace him, and as a cane, and bending straight oh over to gosh. do it. And I'm like, that's fat, out of shape me on a golf course doing that. That's <laughs> that's not a professional <laughs> golfer. That guy's in pain. I know that feeling.
1: Oh, that's crazy, and that's like the type of stuff you see football players doing. Usually not golfers, but that that car accident really has done a number on Tiger Woods. All right, with all that in mind, Ben, what's the best individual athlete comeback story? of all time in your opinion give me your top five
0: well I went for extra thank you I, I went for extra credit oh, okay. you asked for my best my best story I gave I'm gonna give you a top five all right let's hear it. you, you want to go here we go let's start is there a drum roll no just kidding let's go number <laughs> five and this one this one's kind of interesting because most of mine are gonna be off the board here you're, you're gonna be surprised some of them okay N- number five I'm gonna go James J Braddock that name might is... sound familiar for some of you guys if you've seen the movie Cinderella Man.
1: Uh, I was just going to say, is that really sad that I recognize the name, but I don't know who it is? Yeah, but Russell Crowe. Think Man. Russell Crowe. Yeah, Russell Crowe.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, the, the, the true story. This is a guy who's a washed up fighter during the Depression era. I mean, the movies are based on a true story. Of course, they kind of took some liberties. And right. just because the the promoter needed a body, they hey you used to be a boxer, come fight. And he fought and won, and eventually wins the heavyweight championship of the world after being a washed up boxer, an amazing come comeback story. Uh, number number two, uh, and everybody knows this name, but they don't always know the history about it behind it. Tommy John, an mm-hmm. actual major league baseball player who had a uni- ulna. Collateral ligament tear in his elbow. They, Some doctor had, had this idea, did the surgery. That used to be an end-of-career surgery back in the day. This is in 1974. He has a surgery, comes back, and has a a, a relatively good career on the back end of it. It was so successful that surgery is now named after him, and they've perfected it. And Tommy John surgery is no longer a scary thing. It's like, oh, yeah, you'll be back next year. you got Tommy John's. No big deal. Wow. That's cool. Cool story. Number number three, actually, number three, I'm going to switch. I'm going to leave this one for number two. But number three, Tiger Woods. And it's not this comeback it's his other comeback when he can't, it's
1: 2019 his,
0: masters correct after four back surgeries and sitting out for much of the year and a half previous he comes back finishes top 20 in three his first three pga tour starts and then sits out a week or two because of neck soreness comes back competes in the players, competes in another, tra- I think the Travelers, I can't remember, but then wins his 15th major in his fifth green jacket of the Masters. Amazing story, the fact that he's doing that after uh, back surgery.
1: I'm excited to hear what your your next two are because, to me, that is that might be the greatest comeback story of all time, was Tiger Woods in the 2019 Masters because it was the first ever since 2005. I think he'd won five. Is that right, Ben, before 2005? Yeah. And then he had the longest break, I think, in golf history before the next one, and that wasn't until 2019, where even Michael Jordan said that was the greatest comeback of all time. And do you remember that that uh, picture of all the people following him? Oh, absolutely! Behind him, incredible. I've yeah. never seen anything like that. All right, well, I'm excited to hear your next. All
0: right, video. this one, this one, I, this one, I, I've always been impressed by this. It's Monica Sellis. Um mm. Mm-hmm. It, you remember, she was world number one, a really young tennis player. Everybody had these great hopes that she could be a phenom and more, the next greatest tennis player since Martina Navratilova, everything else. And all of a sudden, she gets stabbed on the court. A crazy guy comes out of the stand, stabs her, and and Gosh. almost kills her, Right. And she's got to not just recover physically, but she recovers mentally. Could you imagine having to go no. back out on the court after something like that happens?
1: I forgot about that. And that's so, crazy.
0: mad, mad respect to Monica Sellis for her comeback. And she came back. She mm. won an Australian Open. She won a Canadian Open after her comeback. She was never as good as she was before. I'm not, that's not a knock on her. That's just a statement of fact. But the fact that she mentally overcame that and came back is is frankly it, it should be number one, but my number one and wait for this Lauren because you'll love this one. Okay. <laughs> the number one sports comeback by an athlete would be Rocky Balboa in Rocky oh. three after being beat <laughs> by Clubber Lane and watching his manager die in front of him, his father figure, his trainer, <laughs> the one and only Mickey moment of silence. Rocky comes oh. back and defeats Clubber Lane to rewin the Heavyweight Championship of the World, Rocky Three. Thank you very much.
1: Monica Sillis is really offended that you picked <laughs> Rocky Balboa, I ever, but I couldn't agree more, Ben. What a great comeback story, Rocky Balboa! You're number one. I love it. Um, those are some really good ones. I'm going to add in a few more of my own. Go, let's hear them. All right, uh, Tom Brady. <laughs> you loved
0: it. Boo! You loved it. Boo!
1: His comeback. This year, (laughs) after coming out of retirement, all right, though, listen to this. Drafted in the sixth round of the 2000 draft, so he was kind of an underrated underdog before. Wins three Super Bowls, has a really bad knee injury, and then he wins four more after that. Seven Super Bowls total. The winningest QB in NFL history, he will be 45 years old when next season starts. Ben, how old are you, Ben?
0: 29. (laughs) me and tiger Someone 29 Google years old <laughs> tiger
1: woods yep it's you're around the same age aren't you as tom brady maybe a hair
0: i'm a little older maybe I, I yes
1: say a hair older just a hair though we're talking a couple years okay but think of yourself really still playing in the nfl incredible just an incredible feat you, you love to hate the guy but I, I i like him as one of my comeback stories uh another one because i love him peyton manning then he won 2007 Super Bowl with the Colts. Had a broken neck and spinal fusion in 2011, and then he ended up winning the Super Bowl with the Broncos in 2015, throwing 55 touchdown passes that season. I think it was the most ever in a single season up until that point. I can't imagine breaking my neck and having a spinal fusion. And then going to play quarterback in the NFL.
0: The thing that made Peyton be able to come back from that is how smart he was. And he could outthink mm-hmm. everybody that even if he wasn't where he was physically, he needed to be physically, mentally, he was that far above, ahead of everybody else. So,
1: Yes, he's incredible. And doing incredible things on commercials, by the way. <laughs> I love he's that. He's must guy. see TV. He's so good. Oh, he really is. Um, a couple other quarterbacks that i like on there kurt warner joe montana kurt warner the he was stacking groceries for a few years before winning a super bowl as a rookie that is such a cool story joe montana had back surgery and then won two more super bowls uh for the 49ers here's a good one for you ben bethany hamilton do you remember her go you remember bethany hamilton she was a rising star in surfing at 13 when her arm got bit off by oh yeah a shark. soul surfer remember gotcha. her we love yes. we love the comeback soul, movies soul surfer yep tim mcgraw was she in that one my wife remembers again. that's right did you say your wife
0: uh, my wife loves tim mcgraw i've seen everything <laughs> tim mcgraw only because of that
1: he plays the husband in every sports movie he's blindside uh friday night lights soul surfer so yeah way to go tim yeah Um, Anyway, Bethany, she started surfing again one month after her arm got bit off. I just can't even, uh, I can't even fathom that. And she won her first national surfing title two years later and became a professional. So Bethany Hamilton might be one of the greatest sports comeback stories of all time. Um, I'm going to throw her in here because, because I get her. Serena Williams, um, she had recurring shoulder and knee injuries. But what I think is incredible, she had a baby at the age of 35, which was me as well. And she came back and won some more Grand Slams. She's amazing. She is again. amazing. She's she's just on her own level. She's just such an incredible athlete. Maybe the best female athlete of all time. We'll see. Uh, and then for me, Michael Jordan. Didn't make his high school basketball team when he was first tried out. And then we all know how that ended. Incredible comeback story. Really, though. uh, so my husband he tried out for baseball around that same age i think michael jordan was like in ninth grade didn't make it he didn't make it and he's like well the heck with it i'm not gonna play because that really does kind of mess with your mind as a
0: little kid right wait wait, did you just did you just compare your husband to michael jordan (laughs) and throw him under the bus (laughs) dang Dang, that's cold that's cold he
1: has regrets but i am saying michael jordan inspired all little kids to keep going And then he became the greatest basketball player of all time. Uh, Okay, so my BYU comeback story, Ben, is Taysom Hill. Suffered several season-ending injuries in college where many told him to hang up his cleats, right? Yeah. Now he's making millions.
0: And now he's doing another comeback story in the pros with after Liz Frank last year.
1: Yep. Oh, my gosh. And he's going to be playing tight end, which is incredible. I remember uh, talking to him his senior season and him – kind of mapping out his financial career. (laughs) Like he wasn't really talking about the NFL. And of course that's what he wanted to do, but everyone's like, oh no. And he was, he's a really smart guy. So you knew he was going to have success. And so the fact that he is now making millions playing for the saints and he is, would you say he's a household name? If you're an NFL fan, don't you say he's a household name for him?
0: He's one of the top selling jerseys in new Orleans. and, And that's impressive for a guy who's always been the backup quarterback. Um, that that's an impressive feat. That's really cool.
1: All right, I asked you all on Twitter. I gave you four options. Tiger Woods 2019 Masters, Michael Jordan, Peyton Manning, Serena Williams. Uh Tiger Woods won 77.3%. You didn't
0: <laughs> give him Rocky 3?
1: I did, I didn't give him Rocky 3, but in hindsight, I really made a mistake.
0: By the way, I I I'd, that- I'd be remiss if I didn't mention one more and maybe maybe we're knocking Rocky 3 my 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 kind of uh sarcastic one. I mean, and I know he's a youth, but Alex Smith uh, with, with a oh, leg yes. break and yep. then the infection that almost killed him after the surgery mm-hmm. coming back. And, and even though he only played a few more games, that that's pretty darn impressive. And and having covered and known Alex, I, I, yeah, you got to give him a tip of the cap on that one as well.
1: I love that one. I love that one. I watched uh, this history on ESPN. He seems like such a great guy. And he almost lost his leg. So that was. Yeah. An incredible feat for him to come back to the nfl ben what does this say about the mental state of these athletes obviously some of these injuries and situations are graver than others but i dare say most people would call it quits after these things happen to them and maybe for the best in a lot of situations but these athletes are built differently mentally what do you think about that Ben? The, what do you think it's that's different exactly
0: about right things? it is it's, it's totally a mental thing um it's, I mean, it's easy to go Tiger Woods because he's the he, he's the headliner right now. I think Serena Williams is definitely in this this as well. Is they are just wired different, and you can see it. I mean, the drive, like we didn't think two weeks ago Tiger Woods would be pl- even thinking about t- playing this tournament. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, just what a year and a half off that car accident it almost took his life, uh, destroyed his leg. They had to basically rebuild it. He's 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 barely being able to walk and they're walking now. Augustine playing that and they ask him, "Do you think he can compete?" His answer, "I do." That's it. And I'm just like, "Oh yeah!" And and watching him play this week, you just kind of see that intensity and that drive. He, he, Thursday, he he's got a he's got a putt for birdie on I think it was uh, third or fourth hole. And it's going in, it's going in. You see him start that tiger strut to the hole, mm-hmm. and it lips out, and you just see the frustration. And I'm just like, oh, he's wired in. He's he's. <laughs> it, this is not a ceremonial. Look what I came back. Thing. This is I want to compete and I want to win. And you know what? Me, I'm just like I went camping last week. I went on my my son takes me on these hikes. Thinks that I'm a mountain goat like him. It's a week later. I'm still sore, and I'm supposed to golf tomorrow, and I'm wondering if I can do it. I'm just not built that <laughs> way. I don't have that wiring in my head.
1: Yep. Even even though some of these guys, especially I feel like golfers, not all of them are like in the best of shape. Some of them are. So they so some of them are built physically similar to the rest of us, but it really is just this mental side of them that is completely different. And I know I know uh Tiger Woods does take care of himself physically as well, but it is crazy to see him kind of walking around like an old man. But still doing very well in the Masters, so I'm rooting for him. Ben, who do you have winning the Masters, real quick?
0: Tiger Woods. No, I'm okay. jo- I'm joking. <laughs> I, I, if he, uh, Say it. Yeah, it's all I, right. sh- dude, it's hard. It, like I, the joke was back back in my sports talk radio heyday. It's right, right where i Tiger Woods. Is like Tiger of the field? Who do you got? And it was a serious <laughs> question. <laughs> right. It's true. Uh, I, I'm not. We're not to that point anymore. I don't know. As far as my Masters pick. I, I would love to see I, I like John Rahm. There's something about John Rahm that I really like. And, and normally there's a little bit of nationalism in, in, in golf when you're falling you want the Americans to do well. And I know he's a Spaniard, but he's just I, I just like the way he carries himself and and kind of kind of just is. The other guy, the American I really like, is I like DJ Dustin Johnson. I, I'm a big mm-hmm. DJ fan. I think he's off really, really good.
1: I love it. Well, have a blast watching the Masters this weekend ben, I'll get my potato
0: chips done. ranch and a Pepsi ready let's go
1: good memory that's right oh I love it Ben thank you so much and up next BYU baseball junior third baseman Austin Deming joins me to talk the Cougars MLB and golf don't go away this is Cougar Tailgate I'm Lauren McLean. Tis the season for baseball with both college and the MLB underway. The BYU Cougars were 14-12 and 12 coming into this weekend against Santa Clara, hoping to gain some momentum heading into the second half of the season. And joining me now is the Cougars junior third baseman from Santa Clara, Utah, Austin Deming. Thanks for coming on, Austin.
2: Thanks for having me. <clears throat> All
1: right, so you've been playing baseball your entire life. I know your dad played at SUU, but where did your love for baseball come from?
2: Um, it's like, like you kind of said, it's always just been a part of my life. Both my, my mom and my dad love baseball. They love the Dodgers. So it just, it's always kind of been there. Like my first memory of playing, I was probably like four years old. We used to live in Las Vegas, actually, before we moved to Santa Clara, but just playing, playing in our little apartment complex down there. That's probably my first memory of baseball.
1: That's so cool. And you mentioned that your mom loves baseball as well. She, I know she was battling cancer through your high school career. How do you feel like that has changed you as a person being able to go through that and continue playing?
2: Yeah, it's, it, it's kind of a hard thing to explain, but it definitely made me mature at a younger age than I probably was ready for, but it was, it was good for me. And anyone that's been involved with something like that knows that Obviously, it affects the person that has it, but it really affects the people around you, and a lot of changes had to be made at a young age in my life.
1: Oh, well, absolutely! I can't even imagine. I'm sure you're you're a stronger person and your families as well. Um, so, the MLB opening day was Thursday. What was your reaction when you heard the lockout had ended and you're going to be able to uh, watch some of your favorite teams again?
2: Oh, excitement! Of course, I was I was nervous just like everyone else, wondering <clears throat> when games were going to start happening, but Baseball's awesome. It means warm weather's coming, in so you can go go sit out and watch some baseball. I l- I love it.
1: Absolutely. Do you have a team that you like to watch?
2: Um I'm a little bit of a bandwagon. I like the Yankees growing up, but I've kind of <laughs> I've kind of meshed over to my family's liking of the Dodgers. They they're the closest team to us in St. <laughs> George, so I got I got to like the close teams.
1: <laughs> I'm okay with that. I think that's alright. <laughs> Who's your favorite MLB player right now?
2: Um Mike Trout, you you got to like Mike Trout, just the way he plays. He plays hard all the time, and he's good while he does it. So I, I, I like watching him a lot.
1: I like watching Mike Trout, and I like him as a person. He just seems like he kind of tries to stay out of the media, right? He kind of just yep. focuses on what he does best, and, I, and that's one of the things I love about him. All right, yeah. Austin, you're, you're halfway through the season. What's been your favorite thing about being on the team so far this year?
2: Um, I think I think just the biggest takeaway – that I have from baseball is just the relationships and the memories that I'll be able to take on through the rest of my life. I mean, in 10 years, I won't look back and think, oh, well, I played so good or I played so bad. I'll just think of, think of the friendships that I've made and just the memory, just not even like a memory in particular, just all the memories that I've made and the good people I've met along the way.
1: Absolutely. And you guys have done some stuff like on TikTok and Twitter that has gone kind of viral. What do you think of all that?
2: Yeah, it's funny because this is, I'm actually, this is my fourth year here and this is the first year that they've kind of like really been pushing that and I think it's funny. I think it fits in with what's going on today. I mean, everyone's on TikTok. So I think it's, it's funny seeing my teammates on there and doing funny stuff or just, just trying to uh, engage with the audience some more. I think it, I think it's good. I think it's funny.
1: Absolutely. All right. So we mentioned that you guys are about halfway through the season. What does BYU need to do to gain a little momentum uh, at this point in the season?
2: Yeah, I, I was going to say momentum. Like you said, the beginning's the word. We just got to. I think we just need to kind of get a couple wins in a row. I mean, that's baseball. That's all it really takes. We've been we've had like a good game here and there and then kind of a down game. I think if we can just kind of get a couple good ones in a row, it can kind of help us carry it into the next one and the next one and kind of just build up on it.
1: It's interesting how that happens, isn't it? Uh, Mike Littlewood's your coach, and he is just a phenomenal human being. What is some so like you mentioned? You've been here four years. What's something about Mike Littlewood that you think most people wouldn't know?
2: Um, I think I think uh, how he cares for his players. He's he's definitely hard on us, but I know he cares for us and wants the best. And I think that if you you like you said, if you wouldn't if you didn't know him, you wouldn't know that he truly cares for us and he wants the wants the best for us and has our backs.
1: I love that. All right. I know you played other sports, uh, in high school. If you weren't playing baseball, which sport would you be playing?
2: <laughs> if I could change my height and weight, I would play basketball, <laughs> but if I have the body structure I have, um, you know, my dad's a golfer probably play golf. I like golf. It's a hard sport, but, uh, you know, it's always been in my life. That's, that's what that's kind of like the sport my dad moved on to after baseball and he does it as a career. So I think, I think golf probably.
1: Uh, I think if a lot of us could change our height and weight, we'd be doing (laughs) different things. Yeah. Unfortunately that's at least for your height. It's, it's not plausible. All right. You mentioned golf. Who do you have winning the masters this weekend?
2: Um, you know, it's, it's hard to not root for tiger. He was my favorite growing up, but Kinda of, kind of my favorite right now is Rory. He needs that. If he wins the Masters, he's got the like the Grand Slam, I think is what it's called. It'd be cool to see him do that. But obviously it'd be cool mm-hmm. to see Tiger win after after his accident and what he's been going through. So that'd be cool to see him win.
1: Absolutely. One of the best comeback stories that I've ever heard. Yeah. All right. So if you're when you're not playing baseball, what's your favorite hobby to do outside of baseball when you're just trying to relax and have fun?
2: Um I'm kind of a lazy bum sometimes. I don't I like just kind of sitting around or, you know, sitting by the pool, just kinda hanging out. But I got a I got a few friends back home that love golf. So I mean if we're if we're all available, we'll try and go play some golf and just kinda hang out. And it's a good golf's a good way to just kinda hang out and talk and talk about life. So
1: Absolutely. Well you grew up in Santa Clara, Utah, which is very hot in the summers. What was your what was your favorite thing to do in the summers there when the when they were so bad?
2: I mean, yeah, anything in the water, the lake, we got, there's like sand hollow down there, the lake, or even just like I would say in the pool, that's fun. The, anything in the water is fun just to kind of cool down and hang out.
1: Absolutely. BYU Cougars junior third baseman, Austin Deming with me. Austin, thank you so much for taking the time and good luck with all your games this weekend.
2: Of course. Thank you so much.
1: And that does it for us today. Thanks again to Austin Deming and Ben Bagley for coming on the show with me. You can join the Cougar Tailgate virtually, of course, every Saturday at noon Mountain Time or download, rate, and review our podcast on Apple TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, or on BYUradio.org. This is Cougar Tailgate.